warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. with Olivia Harrison, who is literally, literally always on her phone. She's on Instagram as we speak right now. Like, she does not pay attention to me. But every time we're in the studio, I'm trying to have a conversation with her, and she acts like, like I know this is a podcast, and you <laughs> act like you're listening to a podcast. Like, all of us, when we listen to podcasts, we're like doing other things. We're driving. Taylor. We're moving around. We're you know doing some work, ignoring our spouses. Like, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, welcome in. But Liv. Why? You're not supposed to act like you're listening to a podcast. You're, I'm not. You're creating one. I'm, listen, you I'm a woman. Me I can multitask. all the time. You ignore me all the time. What? What? Oh, ah. see, for the love. <laughs> Jeez. Welcome into Forte Catholic, the game where everything's made up and the points don't <laughs> matter. Ten points to Gryffindor. Okay. Yay. Uh, Liv, there's some Forte Catholic news. Are you ready for this? Oh my gosh, yeah. We have. What? Brand new. What? What? I'm excited. You give so you have so much anticipation. Look, I'll hand one to you right now. What is it? Uh, we have Forte Catholic stickers now. <gasps> They're beautiful. No, so you don't. I'm, I'm dead. Yes, I do. Well, come on. If you followed me on social media, look, I'm trying. Okay. okay I'm, don't I'm break reaching, the monitor. reaching oh my into gosh. my backpack. My, my computers are falling over. He just knocked over a monitor. Everything's, what are you doing? I'm trying to be loving and give you this sticker that you refuse you to believe is real. Are you giving me a gift? I am. What's your love language? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Gift this giving. This is crumpled. And quality time. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying. Would you like a different one? I'll break another computer to give you one that's not crumpled. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You are such a diva. Oh, Jeez my Louise. goodness. There you go. Pristine. Brand to... new. Oh, my God. Okay. to reach. New Forte okay, Catholic nice. stickers. This one's nice. Where are you going to put yours? On my computer, like the kids. Yeah. Or st- on my Yeti. Or what are those? Those Visco girls. What do they put their thing on? They're a Hydro Flask. I feel like you're making fun of me because I look like a you're Yeti. You're not a Visco girl. <laughs> Stop. You don't even have a scrunchie. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> I don't think Yetis wear scrunchies. Oh, my gosh. We're talking about two different things. I'm aware. Like usual. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome in, everybody. This is Forte Catholic, and we have stickers now. So if you want yeah, cool. to promote them on all of your millennial things that Liv mentioned <laughs> <laughs> to show that you're a fan of the show, I, I posted this on social media yesterday, two I days ago. I saw it. I saw and it. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? I've never seen anyone do that I'm before. I'm taking off the extra. Okay, so now th- just uh, your stickers left on the paper. This is wild. So the this stickers. Is the extra paper. Shh, I'm talking. <laughs> the boss is talking. So they're circle stickers, but they're printed onto squares. Yeah. 
And you just, the first thing you did when you got, well, the first thing you did when you got the first one was complain. The first thing you did when you got the second one is you oh. took the, like, square outline off. Are you insane? Why? That That's, is so weird. No one has ever done that. Why is that weird? You, it's like when I text. You hate the way I text. I do you hate, hate the way, the way you text. I do a voice check on the radio. You hate the way I t- use a sticker. Yeah. Why, why are we friends? Because <laughs> I am here to teach you the fruit of patience. I don't think you are. <laughs> I think you're here to bother me. <laughs> well, this is the shortest friendship of my life. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> okay, you're the worst. <laughs> We've been well, friends for almost a year now. Oh my gosh, April is so far away. April is not a year. It's only October. We definitely met in February. We talked about this oh, over yeah, text we messages. Did. We met in yeah, February, right. which okay, is I got a it. long time ago. Okay, okay. let's stop making uh, fun of me. <laughs> and let's let's celebrate me because that's what this show is all oh, about. Are love. you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So, uh, as uh, you mentioned, yes. uh, it was a very big birthday for me. A big uh, on birthday. Friday. Yeah, I turned 30 years old. How you feeling? Uh, everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> now you have an excuse. That's why everybody loves getting older. I'm a, no one loves getting older. Oh, this okay. is terrible. I love it. Oh, stop. Okay, so I uh, went on the old social medias. Which you love. But this came from a conversation that my wife and I had at breakfast on the day of my birthday. Mm -hmm. We went and sat down, had breakfast, um, did our best to ignore our two-year-old who's just climbing all over the entire restaurant uh, while we're just like reminiscing. Okay? So I had this idea. I was like, okay, I want to like post like a highlight of every year in my 20s. I loved it. Because my 20s were like... A lot happened in my 20s. It was ridiculous. Like You crushed it. You crushed your 20s. I started my 20s in undergrad. And then I. Most people do. And then. Most people don't really go there. And then. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And then I ended uh, just absolutely exhausted and beaten down, married with three kids and uh, four jobs and a radio show. And with new friends. Oh, God. You didn't make the highlight. <gasps> I noticed. Oh, I noticed. You know who else didn't make the highlight that was very upset? Allison? My mom. It's <laughs> like, Mom, you were in every highlight for the first 20 years. Leave me alone. Me walking around is your highlight, Mom. I am right. a product of your creation. I Everywhere I go, I represent I the troll name well. Nice. You know why I represent the troll name well? Jonathan, what? Because. Yeah. Troll means uncouth. It's literally what the word means. That's so, what it means. Yeah, lacking lacking manners, unrefined. That is what troll means. I there's nothing I live That's up to more. That's not true. I am dead serious. You are kidding me. I'm, I've never told we a joke have on the show. That. Now people are confused because you're you're being weird. So I had I'm to make not a joke. Weird? Yes, you are. You're not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> now people are not are very confused. I'm serious. I'm, okay. I'm dead serious. I believe you. I don't think you do. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. Well, this is my believing voice. Did you hear the high pitch that keeps happening in my throat? That's me believing you. No, that's what I do. That's your lying voice. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't out oh late last night. Oh, my gosh. I can't. All right. Back to you in the shrillness. Go okay, ahead. So I'm sitting there talking with my wife, and it was this crazy thing where it's like it was all about perspective mm-hmm. because I sit in my normal life, and for the most part, I'm happy, but I'm also like stressed out and tired all the time. So no, no matter what. It, it, it all depends on what, how I'm feeling, like, literally at that moment. Like, it can switch every 17 seconds, where I'm like, my life's amazing, and boy, this is terrible. You're, <laughs> like, like, uh, you're like, tangled when she's got 
swinging around her hair, and she's like, "This is the best." Thing First of all, I've never seen life. that movie. Second of all, I feel like that was making fun of me because I'm bald. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Okay, I was trying to help everybody. Go ahead. Well, you didn't. Okay, again, <laughs> why are you here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised you're here because it's drizzling outside, and you don't like uh, weather. Okay, it was a tornado. Go ahead, continue. So, so a few months ago, Liv was here during a tornado warning, and she thought I was trying to kill her. Okay. She's obviously still alive to berate me. Okay. So we started looking back, and it was this interesting thing, because as I looked back, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, because my life is busy, and I've got the kids, and, like, even going back, it's like I was married and in grad school and working full-time, and before that, I was taking 23 hours a semester it, to finish my double major on time so I could get out and get out like it was in jail. It felt like it. Um, <laughs> you double majored? I did. On what? <laughs> what? I don't. I feel like this is like, I can't believe you got one degree. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> religious, I, religious studies. Okay. Which is theology, but at a Catholic school where they didn't want to call it theology. Okay. And... That's interesting. Music industry, which is a balance oh. of a music degree and You're a business degree. You're literally doing what you got a degree to do. Yes. And I, I am now actually impressed, even more than the double major. <laughs> well, good. How many people do you know? Welcome to friendship with me. Okay, go ahead. Continue. All so right. you double majored. We got it. Yeah, so I was very busy just so I could get out and... and uh, Marry my wife, and then before that, I was like an athlete. And like, like no matter what, my life has always been busy. Yeah. So it's very hard for me to like look back or look forward. I'm like, what am I doing today? Right. <laughs> I look at my uh, my calendar, and I'm like, well, that's what I need to accomplish today. And usually, I accomplish about thirty percent of them. Okay. So it was really interesting to look back and be like, wow, like, like there was actually a lot of good stuff in there. You know, like three of the years, babies were born. One of the year, I got married. Uh, it was pretty interesting because it was like some of the years I was like, okay, there was one year that I spoke at my first youth conference ever. It was the same year I had one of my kids. So I was like, I, I, I think the kid has to win, right? <laughs> They're going to read this one. Like, that's, too, what right? I, that's what I have to put. Oh, I hope they don't the read internet. or listen to anything. Well, just don't teach them. Because for a very long time, and I do want to update people. For a very long time, I said that, that my second is my favorite child. You say that? Oh, all the time. You have a favorite child. No, I don't. Yes, you absolutely do. I only have two kids. It may shift every now and then, but at every moment, you have a favorite child. I don't think I so. I was at your house. The last time I was at your house, oh, do you your remember? that's your favorite child, yeah. No, your favorite child was your daughter that night. We're just really? putting it that. Oh, absolutely. See, that's interesting. And then maybe later that night, it turned back into your son. To because we had, funny. we had quite the uh, quite the evening that evening. Yeah, it was so, funny. Okay, so you, but your my second point is, is your favorite. Wait, did that change? You said I, you I have think, an update. I think it shifted to my first again. Oh. But like at nighttime around bedtime, the baby goes to sleep with me, and she's super oh, cute. So, like for like an really hour or cute. two, she's my favorite. So it just rotates. It I just see rotates. what you're saying. Okay, so it's looking back on every year. Yeah, and it was this. It was this crazy thing because we're talking about it at breakfast. I write them all out, and then we start going through pictures because I, I know I'm going to do this social media post and like have a picture of every year and this sort of thing. Which is kind of depressing because it's like you just watch the male pattern baldness take over my life. But that's beside the fact. That's, that's beside the fact. But the male pattern baldness yeah. definitely pairs well with the amount of people I'm responsible for. Okay. <laughs> As you added more, you, right. you lost more hair. Right, exactly. There's a pattern. Oh, that yeah. was sad. Oh, that is sad. All right. So what was I going to say? You were making your pictures. You were making oh, yeah. your so lists. We're you going through. We're going through the pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're eating chocolate and having a margarita, and it's only nine a.m. 
Go wow. ahead. I feel like you just gave us an insight into your life oh, projection much. Okay. So oh we're, we're going through all of these pictures. I don't have baldness. And <laughs> you're just intent on throwing me off today, aren't you? This is fun. It, it, it's, a, it's a challenge for me. See, most of my co-hosts help me uh, and they like guide the conversation. Yeah. Well, you and like you're just them. like, let's just let's just test Taylor's skills today. Let's see how much you can try to throw him All off right. and see so he can still tell this one story. I love you. Jeez, go ahead. All right, so... We're going through the pictures, and ironically enough, I didn't even realize this, but like the first time I bought a Mac, which is the computer that I've used ever since then, was the year that I turned 20. So all of my pictures, I have all of them. Every picture I've taken on my oh, that's phone- that's really actually pretty cool. From, from then. Yeah, that's really cool. So you can search by year. So my wife, like I started doing it, and then I, st- I was like, okay, wife, come look at these pictures. Come look. And it's like us when we met, us when we're dating- us as we're engaged, us as we're getting married, like just like and like a lot of like the big stuff mm-hmm. we remember. Like obviously we remember our wedding, we remember right. the engagement, but like stuff in between that and stuff before that, we had kind of forgotten. It's like, oh yeah, I remember this like yeah. random night that we were hanging out at my house together and just like watching movies and we and it would, like we're you know Halloween's this week. It's like oh we got dressed up for Halloween. We had weird looking costumes. Like we just forgot you because forgot that, about that. That isn't one of the highlights, right? But it became this whole thing where we just kind of sat there. Going through these pictures, the kids came from the other room because they heard us having a good time, and they start seeing pictures of them as whenever they're babies, and it's like we're playing the like guess what kid this is game (laughs) because they all look really dumb when they're babies. So it's like we don't know. We're just confusing the kids. Uh, Which kid is behind door number one? Okay, (laughs) Uh, and we're just having this great time. And I was like, okay, like like the whole day. Mm. Like obviously it was my birthday, so I was going to be happy. But like I think because it was. It started that way of like looking back and looking at all the good moments because mm-hmm. I'm a person that looks back at like mostly I remember the bad moments, right? And like that's like scientifically proven that most of us remember bad moments because it's like a, a survival thing. It's like we remember the, the lessons we learned from the bad things so oh, that we can make them so not happen again, it. right? That makes sense. And but it was cool to go back and look like completely through mm. like a beauty lens and a good lens. And I was able to look back at my life and be like, my life's pretty good. Like I'm having, yeah. I'm having a good time. Imagine that. And things are things are going <laughs> very well. I love that you're shocked. Right. I love you're like I had no clue, <laughs> none at all, until this day. <laughs> Up until then, I thought I was in a dumpster fire. Well, Your if you look at really my daily great. life, <laughs> your life is really great. It's really beautiful. I'm glad you now know that. Well, good. That's a good gift. <laughs> so that was a nice present. It was a nice present. Yeah. Uh, and so it was It was good to look back. And I, was, I started thinking, it's like, this is something that I need to do more. I need you to, like, you should. look back and be thankful for the things that, that have gone well instead of complaining about the things that aren't going well or just even focusing on those in prayer or focusing on, on those, like, in my relationships. Uh, so it was a good practice. And I think I'm going to do it more than once a decade. Great. Maybe we could apply it to this friendship. Maybe we can no, think of the. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, no. Maybe in your forties. No, like dead, all but... I will remember from this show is you interrupting me <laughs> oh incessantly. My. That's all I'm gonna look back and remember None tomorrow, the, good, the next None day, of the beauty, whatever. Um, I got a couple of gifts on my birthday. What did you get? Uh, the first one I got is that uh, the Astros entered into the World Series. You're welcome. It's very exciting. And Very then exciting. immediately, like anything I'm excited about, 
they just completely crushed that by losing the first two they games. They really of the did. Hey, look, guys, we have the two best pitchers in the league. Yeah, they're uh, one of them. Literally hasn't lost since May. Yeah, it's October. Or it's what is it? October? Yeah, yeah it's we're, still October. We're October. I know we're like at the very edge of October. I think by the time this comes out, whatever. I don't, we don't I don't know when care. it is. So <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> I don't know. We need to look back some more. Of the Halloween calendar. hasn't happened yet. It's about to. It is not. So they lost the two games. Yeah, they did. And that was that was very sad. We were scared. And then they won the next game. I know. And I was in D.C. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they won the next game. And then they won the next game. And here we are. You and I are recording this on Tuesday afternoon. And guess what's happening tonight? Tonight is game six in Houston Mm -hmm. with like our legendary pitcher. Yeah. We're coming home. So as you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, option A. Yay, we won the World Series last <laughs> yeah, night. We did it! <laughs> or option B. Dang it. Dang, guys. Like God, we gotta win so tonight. We gotta do it. We got one more one more left. And then hopefully, hopefully the only other option is if you're listening to this after Wednesday. Yay, we, we won did in it! game seven. It just took longer than we thought. Because we don't want to say if, the other. If if we, we lost if other. we lose in game seven, Mm-mm. uh I will never look back and have fond memories again. <laughs> The lesson will be lost. <laughs> so is this your message to the universe, which we don't believe in that, but this, that's what it is? It is. Okay, great. So uh, I got one other gift uh, this weekend, uh, or a couple of the gifts. My two, two of my best friends, two of the guys in my wedding party, yeah, showed just showed up at my house randomly. No. They did. Where do they live? Uh, one of them lives south of Houston, like in my hometown in Lake Jackson. Yeah. The other one lives like way up north in Amarillo, Lubbock, one of those two places Stop. that has way too many same. cows. Yes, they are. They are not They're the same. So what, just say West Texas. Cows. Just say West Texas. <sighs> what is, I went to like, Tech. Like, just say it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. Okay. <laughs> so they both just showed up. They surprised me. Oh we ended up gosh. going to the Rockets game together. Are Had you an serious? absolute blast. Yeah, it was great. We met That's up with some really other friends cool. uh, like for dinner there and to wow. go to the game together. The the Rockets won. Even the Rockets were playing right now. I won my bets. So like I, I it was a great day. That's super cool. But there was one final gift Ooh. that I was given. I'm I mean okay. That we're gonna we're gonna just kinda drop this and tease it a little bit and we'll come back. In the final segment. I'm so excited. But uh, but our boy Kanye dropped his gospel <gasps> album Can't on Friday, talking. on my birthday. So uh, Kanye, first of all, thank you. We're oh going to be talking gosh. about that album I'm whenever we it. come back um, on our final segment. But in the next segment, we're going to be interviewing someone who I once slept in their bed. You'll hear that story. It may or may not Ooh. be as awkward as you as it You're sounds. You're making this seem <laughs> really awkward. Well, uh, welcome to Forte Catholic. Don't go anywhere. That was segment one. Come back for segment two for our guest. His name's Oscar. That's your hint. We'll be Ooh. right back. <laughs> Olivia, how do you think that first segment went? Awesome. It's a funny story. We're recording this way after, and she had to think about it. She has no idea which one was the first segment. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one about your birthday. It was the one about my birthday. You're smarter than you. Smarter than I look. Well, anyway, that's a perfect segue. No, I didn't. Into saying that everybody (laughs) should go get some Catholic beard balm from ForteCatholic.com/slash beard for eleven percent off because. That's our commercial. Why Enjoy the rest not? of the show. Your beard does look good. Thank I told you. you that when I walked in. I'm very beautiful. It's the beard balm, the Catholic one. Yep. Yep.
Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is Taylor Stroll in studio with the one, the only, Olivia Lene Harrison. You're the worst. Well, that's what they keep telling me. Liv. Can't you just say Liv Harrison? No. That's, okay. That's boring. <laughs> but uh, I don't even have to make up a, a nickname you can't. or a middle name for, for our guest oh, today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because our guest today has had a nickname that I actually knew him by way before I ever actually knew his real name. Because way back in the day, and we're talking like early 2000s, Whoa. this man went by 210. Okay. And as we look at his name here on our, on our little video chat, it is Oscar 210 Rivera. Oscar, how are you, my man? I am doing great. How are you guys doing? Just absolutely phenomenal. Fantastic. So, let's see if we can walk down memory lane just a little bit before we get started. So All right. uh, it, it was uh, the year circa 2004, summer of 2004. Okay. I, I went to my, my first Steubenville Youth Conference, and they used to give out CDs. Now, for those of you who are listening that are <laughs> under the age of 30, a CD was like you plugged it into your car. Or a, or a, some kind of very large thing that would play these out loud, and there was music on them. So it was like an iPhone, but <laughs> double the size, just as just You're as the thin, worst. and it, it, it played music. <laughs> and on this CD, there was a song uh, about Mary by a man named Two Ten. Do you rem- what is your favorite lyric from that song? Nineteen years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, uh, she is the mediatrix. The fact is, she's got your back kid when the odds are stacked, kid. We won because there's some back bled. Nice. There, there you go. Nice. <laughs> Behold, she that was is amazing. the handmaid of the Lord. So let it be done to me according to his word. That's my I favorite love line. I love it. <laughs> I used to jam that all the time on my oh. compact CD player that I put on my belt loop whenever no. I was mowing the lawn. And every time I hit a bump, the CD would skip. <laughs> <laughs> you must These be fancy. You didn't have the anti-shock one? No, nice. not at all, man. I was broke. I, did, I don't know if you heard, but I was mowing lawns <laughs> <laughs> maybe you missed that part of the story that's great i love that these kids won't know that know the pains that you had to go through taylor nobody knows the right? trouble i see you're so ridiculous <laughs> no 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 I, I mean i go i go back i go back to the cassette player thank where you I had to listen to the whole song the whole song and if i had a favorite one i would have to like make my own little mixtape mm-hmm. thank you oscar or what about eight tracks you might remember that maybe someone oh, in she, the room live no, my dad live is my parents <laughs> my parents had eight tracks I'm just saying I remember that they had them. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. So yeah, cassettes were old. And if they got messed up, you were messed up. I mean, with CDs, at least you could, like, clean them, you know, or go buy one. But a cassette, you nah, were done. Nah, no way. Once that thing got scratched up, it was a wrap. You couldn't do it? it I don't no. know. I mean, once it got really scratched up. It was over? Napster. Once I, it was, like, LimeWire and Napster. Napster. <laughs> See, I, I was the kind of person that I stood, not like you bad Catholics, I stood up to the challenge. And whenever I had a tape and the tape would just go everywhere, yeah, bad. I would sit there and break all of my fingernails. Just Get a pencil, just, just Taylor, going get back. a pencil. I, I didn't say I was smart. I just said I was better than you. <laughs> so no, I, would, listen. I, would, I would just spin it back into place, and it would completely work. Oh, my God. True, true story. I used to take cassette tapes, and I would actually snip. The little like you know the little tape thing that it no was way. right, and I would literally like make my own little exclusive mixtapes by snipping things. It sounded horrible, wow. but it functioned for about like about two three days. I was just bored, a bored teenager. A two ten worldwide premiere. 
<laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so that's that's how I first heard about you. And then, like, the person who probably, I mean, other than, like, Jesus, I guess, the person who had the most (laughs) uh, influence in my conversion was a man named Mike Marshall. Now, who is Mike Marshall to you, sir? Oh, man, this dude, uh, I mean, he was, like, an artistic prodigy. The dude was, uh, you know, I I think it's, like, our generation's Scott Hahn, man, like, had an awesome story, you know, came to the faith and, and explored. I mean, this dude is phenomenal. Great mind, great artist, uh, and super humble because none of y'all have heard of him. No. <laughs> I, none of I'm y'all. sitting here going, geez, I have no it's idea like, who he Scott is. If Scott Hahn worked in youth ministry for a little while and then became a marketing director, it would be that guy. It would be Mike Marshall. It would be that guy. <laughs> yeah, for real. I completely agree, man. He's, he's very talented. So, uh, he was the best man in your wedding. Congratulations. You got married a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I did. Taylor I did got your present. So, okay. So then I, there was a, there was a young person in the same youth group that I was in that Mike had also had a large influence who, because Mike was Protestant, became Catholic. This young lady was Protestant, was becoming Catholic. And both of us had been kind of along this journey with her, me as a youth and then in college and then him as the youth minister this whole time. And she's becoming Catholic up at Franciscan University in Steubenville. And so we're going to fly up there and surprise her and be there oh, on the wow. Easter vigil. But whenever she becomes Catholic. That's cool. And I'm, you know, he was a youth minister and broke. I was in college and broke. <laughs> so, so this is a solid plan. Right. So we, 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 we could afford <laughs> the flights. We okay. could not afford uh, afford lodging. Okay. You so sold Oscar, platelets? no, I didn't sell platelets. Okay. Uh, Oscar uh, offered up his house to Aww. Mike. So before us, this is like still years before Oscar and I ever met. I slept in Oscar's bed. Then you <laughs> like, didn't meet while sleeping in his bed. He, the whole point was he wasn't there, so oh. we had a bed available. So we, yeah, we didn't meet. No, I'm <laughs> just kind of confused. You stay on your side. But I made my bed. I, I made mean, my bed to make sure he felt welcome. He didn't wash know? the sheets, but he made the bed. He's like, yeah, I, didn't uh, I ate Cheetos the night washed. before, but that's fine. I just rubbed my fingers on him. It's fine. I did not expect the sheets to be washed, and they were not. <laughs> well, there are lots I, of pillows, though. It, this, this, this was eight years ago, and I staunchly remember the smell. So, <laughs> and, 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 uh, but, but by house, I mean, we're, we're talking project house. Like, oh. this wasn't like no... We're not talking like a fancy house. This was like Section 8 housing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you That's know how awesome. like the fancy hotels now, like they even like fold your toilet paper for you? This didn't happen. He didn't even have toilet paper. Oh, like, nice. That's, 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 that's this all. was a hostel. <laughs> true, true story. True story. You were more in a shelter than anything else. <laughs> it was a Red Cross building. Uh, we all get what we deserve. Okay. <laughs> so now now we've gotten to know. Then then uh, years later, I go to the Steubenville Lone Star Conference and you're one of the speakers, and I'm not cool enough to meet any of the speakers, but I am cool enough to know Mike Marshall. You know Mike Marshall. He invited you out for lunch. He invited me out for lunch. So we finally got to meet, and and you were like, wow, this is the person who I thought was a serial killer that slept in my bed, but I guess he's okay enough to come on his radio show four years later. Like, that's our relationship. That is quite a 
great meet cute. I love it. It's fantastic. Literally, it's only the second time we've actually seen each other. Oh, nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm glad I was here for this moment. Do you I, want me to take a photo? A photo? He's not even here. <laughs> no, I already, I already <laughs> took the photo. I took the photo. I'll just put it on Insta. Push, Ooh, that's please, terrifying. Please. <laughs> Wait, get one of us like this. Okay. Everyone, uh, yeah, this is the great radio. Everyone pose for a picture now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so now we've gotten through all of this backstory to find out who you actually are. I so, really feel like I know him from that story. That was you? really great. Well, okay, interview over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you, guys. Really nice to meet you. Take care. So, okay, so who are you? What do you do other than uh, let strangers sleep in your bed? <laughs> Tell us anything else besides that. We will be impressed. All right. Well, I mean, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I have a beautiful family, two beautiful kids, an awesome wife. I feel like I'm on Wheel of Fortune right now. Um, but I'm a, a DRE and youth minister at my parish in Virginia Beach. Um, I do the speaking thing and the music thing like three quarter time whenever the opportunity presents itself. And like, I mean, ultimately, I'm just a, you know, just an average Catholic dude, man. Like nothing, nothing super special or extravagant. Just that guy. Just that guy. Everyone that's super special and extravagant as a Catholic always says, I'm just normal. <laughs> just like I'm you. Normal, but I, but and I they do this I'm, just, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just chilling. Just yeah. Chilling. Yeah. Just doing your own thing. Where are you originally from, though? Because you don't sound like you have a Virginia Beach accent. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time nah, well, in Virginia Beach. I'm um I'm Puerto Rican nice. and uh, so my family's from Puerto Rico. I was braised. I was I was braised. <laughs> you were braised. I mean, <laughs> I, I love braised pork from Puerto Rico, but I don't. I don't I'm very anti-cannibalism, except for Sunday mass. What? Uh, Whoa! Uh, Already there. No, I was I was raised up in uh in Connecticut and uh, Connecticut so, like, didn't I'm, see that coming. No, nah, nobody ever sees it coming. I love it though. Like yeah, I thought only white people is... lived there. <laughs> No, they they do. They do. <laughs> Here's but like you're not wrong. And in, in there, there's definitely a lot of Latinos, a lot of Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. Uh, I okay. Mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's Everyone been... always gets shocked by Connecticut because they assume it's like, shocking. This, this the bougie, Kennedys like car. Yeah, just like, the nah. Kennedys live there. Like they own the entire state, and it's just their friends. Nah, those are the people that talk about Greenwich, Connecticut. Those aren't the people I that would walk there. around Hartford or Waterbury. Connecticut, I was just you know speaking I mean? there. That's funny. Okay, well, that's my experience. So well, there we go. Here's our deep dive into the state of Connecticut. <laughs> What's funny is that was a joke I didn't even mean. It's like the state, like because it is a one of the fifty un, un, places in the union. Yeah. But we also talked about like the state of the union. Oh my it's, goodness! It's a bad joke that oh, I took way Taylor. too long to explain. That was so. It's because you're old and yeah. thirty now. Yeah, I am old and thirty. That's uh, why Oscar is is only two tens. He's twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm totally changing my name. This is brilliant. Just I change love the it. number. Change Got the number. it. Done. Uh, well, your name is Liv. So after. <laughs> At your funeral, your name will be Dead Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Can't even say my name. Back okay, to Oscar. Back to Oscar. So uh, we got on the phone today, and I started talking to you, and you were like, like immediately, you were like, you act like we've been talking for years. I'm like, well, we kind of had. We've just only had three conversations over the course of a decade. So you were like, we're just we're just chumming it up. And then I was asking you, like, okay, well, what do you come want to come on to the show and talk about? Like, what is the thing? That has really been sticking out to you, and you're like, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. I have nothing to say. <laughs> but, but then I, I coaxed it out of you um, over the course of like 78 minutes. And then you finally said, 
something about people being themselves in the I faith, and I want to know what you mean by that. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I think that there's this this common misconception that once once an individual becomes Catholic or they're they're converted or they come into Catholicism, that all of a sudden we want them to like to like walk around like a carbon copy of a saint. You know, and no one can actually be themselves. You know, I had someone tell me at one of my talks that I'm too Latino, and I'm like, "Come on, bro. I'm you know from what I mean? Connecticut." <laughs> you know, that's probably what it was. They probably read Connecticut. Connecticut and be like, "Nah, there ain't no Latinos in Connecticut." Um, somebody told me that that like I act too hood. I'm like, this isn't an act. You know, like in that's a world ridiculous. that's so used to like mm -hmm. acting and and playing a part like no one's used to like really coming across genuine people of the faith i was the cradle catholic and i could have walked away a while ago by seeing all the phony you know sure. what i mean but i decided like you know let's just be real about it you know so um this is called authentic that, you've never seen it before <laughs> that's what this is called yeah no it just, i mean for yeah. me the biggest the biggest challenge is to just get people to realize that we're not asking you to change like who you are we're just asking you to change who you live for you Ooh. know what i mean just just be you just be I you love it okay so here's here's the problem you see one problem i see another you see the problem where everyone is saying that they're holy and not being authentic uh, and you want people to be their authentic selves. I'm very good at being my authentic self, but not very good at the holiness thing. Ah. So how do how do we combine those two things? Oh, man, I, I think if we look at the example of some of our saints, man, like, I mean, just dating back to like, you know, someone like like Paul, you know what I mean? Like he didn't really necessarily start a holy path. You know, the dude was basically like, you know, approving you know, the, the martyrdom of people, you know, for proclaiming to, to follow Jesus or be a, a Christ follower or something like that. Um, I, I don't get the holiness thing right all the time, you know, but I do believe in, in, in a, a person's ability to transcend past their nature. You know what I mean? Like my nature was very much inner city. My nature was very much like, you know, culturally Latino. It was all about the spiritualism and the mysticism. You know, there wasn't much theology there. There was just all about the feelings and the just do's because and the inner city thing with a rough exterior type thing where you couldn't be vulnerable because X, Y, and Z and all this and that and the other, you know. But like there comes a point that in your conversion, you like really like snap into this sense of like, man, I can't transcend past these things, but still being true to it. So holiness became like, you know, I, I think a little bit of an extra cross for me and, and for most people who are being genuine because there is a sense of like, I want to be my genuine self, but sometimes that gets in the way of me being Christ-like. You know, so I, I think that's just a, a perpetual struggle that people are going to have to deal with. But holiness ultimately becomes the choice of sacrifice. You know, you're going to have to sacrifice certain things. You can't be both and. It's interesting because if I try to authentically act like myself, which doesn't take much trying, uh, there's a lot of authentic sin in there. And mm. then so then I, try, I see Jesus, I see Paul, and I see these people that I'm called to be like, which means I need to change my actions. So how can I change my actions to be conformed to Christ 
without then being inauthentic. Because a lot of times when I do something holy, I feel like, that wasn't me. That's very strange. Like <laughs> That wasn't natural at I all. I feel inauthentic for one of the rare like times fake. of my life because I did something loving and holy. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing about evangelizing is letting people know that that is our true self. If we're created in the image and likeness of our God, then these natural tendencies to want to give to others, love one another, and so on and so forth, is always naturally there. It's just always disguised by the, the facade of what we think we ought to be what the world designs us to be. Like Jesus was authentically himself. He didn't change anything. All he did was challenge the status quo as being himself. And because of that, he, he basically was a rebel for the cause, you know? And people were like, he revolutionized what we thought monotheism to be. Um, so I, I, I think, yeah, I can see where the conflict would be, but there's moments where like, say for instance, um, I come across this crossroads, right? Because I grew up saying, uh, or, or, being taught that in the inner city, like you don't submit, right? Um, you don't show a sense of weakness um, because those things were going to, they were going to make you vulnerable to, to, you know, to attack or people acting like you were soft and so on and so forth. So like there is a conflict there, but ultimately like I can't deny the fact that I was created for a specific purpose, that I was created to to love and to be in community with people. So therefore, which one I think is the discernment of which one is, a, uh, is our authentic self and which one is more a learned behavior of self. You know, like I go through that a lot uh, occasionally, but, you know, I slip up. I'm definitely not the holiest of people, but like. I have my challenges. Yeah, because you're you know? just a normal Catholic from Connecticut. <laughs> just a normal Catholic from Connecticut, that's right. Just a normal guy. Okay, so I know that most of the time, whenever you get asked to speak like at these big conferences and stuff, they're like, hey, just talk for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you're like, here's my message. So I want to tell you that God created everything, that He yet he does something special with us, but I'm not those people. I'm going to give you 60 seconds. Are you ready to do this? You have to uh, evangelize us and change our world to make us want to be something new and better authentically by preaching to us. You have 60 seconds. You're on the clock now. Listen, I, I believe that when I stare out into the world that God created everything in its infinite like beauty, the cosmos all created for a reason. There was something there that just really moved. And of all of that, of all of that, of all the intricacies and, and detail in which our God created things, he chose us, the human race, to build up the kingdom of God. And you being within that are just as unique as the, as the, the little sands and, and particles, the sands on a beach. You know, you're as unique as a diamond. You're so intricately woven to do you in a very special way in this world. There is no second you. There is no third you. There is no carbon copy of you. There is only you. And God put it on your heart to have a mission to change this world with you. So I'm telling you, out of all the cosmos, out of all the details, you were the one that were created to change the world. You were the one created to make the history. You're the one who created to build up the kingdom. And if you don't believe that, and just seriously look in the mirror and just see the beauty that he did create, the intricacies in your face and your expressions and your fingertips, all that stuff, just so that you can go out there and live a life that is beyond your comprehension.
that, that sixty seconds. That, that was, was that was great. Uh, that was and, great. I... And, and I loved every second of it until you said that I will only find beauty when I look in a mirror. I think oh, I find Taylor. it elsewhere. But that's a whole other thing, Oscar. Get out of here, man! You look like a like a Catholic Viking, bro. I, like, I am that's, trying. That's, See? that's beautiful. You're a, ca- you're a Catholic Thor. Oh, great, I'm extinct. Fantastic. Okay, <laughs> not with him. So, <laughs> Oscar, I'll try. I'll work on him. That's fine. Uh, Oscar, where can people find you on the old social meds? You're also doing some stuff on the YouTubes. What are you doing? Where can people find you? <laughs> I can't. You sound like my mom. Oh. Exactly. That was on the that, YouTube. I know that was. You my, can get that, my stuff at Guamar. That, that was my Connecticut accent. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that was not Connecticut. That was so. <laughs> anyway, awesome. um, I'm on social media on the on the Insta, on the Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, but you know, I'm going to be, uh, working on doing some things on, on YouTube and putting up some more content and videos and music and, and so on and so forth. So, um, just subscribe, like, get those notifications and, and hopefully I can get something going for, for 2020 for, for the kingdom. What's your handle? Uh, Oscar 210. All right. T-W-O-T-E-N. Awesome. Well, Oscar, thanks so much. Uh, primarily for coming on the show today, but also for lending me your very smelly bed many, many moons ago. I appreciate it. (laughs) You're welcome, man. It was nice meeting y'all. All All right, peace, bro. All right, everybody else, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. Don't go anywhere. Olivia, do you think you're good at making commercials? I don't know, but I love them. Uh, And it's Liv. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. Why are we arguing in the commercials? (laughs) Because that's what we do. You know what we don't have to argue about? What? The fact that sacrilegious socks are amazing. You could get yours now for 50% off at 14, 14, slash socks. I'm tired and Liv's driving me insane, so I don't remember anything like the name of this show, fortecatholic.com slash socks. I need some. I don't have a pair. I'll go buy some. Fortecatholic.com slash socks. <laughs> slash socks. Welcome back, friendos, to your old buddy Taylor here at Forte Catholic. I don't know if you know this, but I grew up near some farms. But I had to get rid of the accent that told me they wanted me to go on the old radio. But my good friend Liv here, she uh, she grew up with some rich folk up in, uh, in the inner city. <laughs> so she the sounds inner- like a normal human being, Liv. The inner city? yeah the suburbs they're very inner city she's like houston she's like how dare you sir how dare you i grew up in such enormous wealth you never even visited please oh taylor i grew up on three acres of land in louisiana my dad owned a truck stop so there you go continue really glad you shared that I love that you care nothing about my life. You, he just makes up a narrative, whatever he wants it to well, be. I've, I've heard all this before. Okay. And I wasn't interested then. <laughs> okay. Literally, everybody, I want y'all to write Taylor and tell him he needs to say kind things to me on the air. For every put down, he has to say two nice things. Go ahead. Okay, so if that were true. <laughs> That's what the whole show would be. Here's what this is. So move on. Do I make fun of Liv more, or does she cut me off and just completely throw the show off the rails more? Why but am I here? Apparently to throw the show it's off the rails. co-host. I'm co-ing. You need to be more co and less host, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
Okay. Go well, ahead, uh, host, Taylor. what did you prepare for no, this segment? No, go ahead, <laughs> host Taylor. Jeez, such a boys club. I'm ready. What did you prepare? Allison does this very well. <laughs> oh, my. She gets to be the pretty one, and she gets to do the co-hosting uh, well. I, I, I love, got it. I love that I know She's the jokes. Favorite. Like, no joke that I have said has actually messed with you until Except that you one. Except you said Allison, because yeah. I love her more than anything on the planet. We all know. Uh, it's fine. This, we've gotten to the point in the game where uh, it's getting ugly, friend. It's getting <laughs> ugly. <laughs> abort, divorce, divorce. Okay. All right, go ahead. So, uh, just some more random Forte Catholic news. Yeah, I have good news. Let's 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 lighten the mood a bit. Is it and really let's good? Bo be, yeah, let's both be happy. Yes, it's really good. I don't know why you don't believe me. I do believe you. <laughs> See, this is my truth telling. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. All right, go ahead. What is your good news, Taylor? I just signed the contract today. <gasps> today. Yeah. I will be recording live Forte Catholic with co-host co-host Father Anthony Sharapa from. The SLS conference from Focus in Phoenix. In Phoenix? Yeah, just a couple of months. I'm so very excited you about this. you got to be really pumped about that. I really am. I was at Seek last year. So every yeah. other year they do Seek, SLS, Seek, SLS. Sure. And I was there last year, and I was very, very sad that I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have a, my show recorded there. Yeah. I had never been. I didn't know that was a thing. You didn't know. And, uh, know. and then, ironically enough, uh, your friend, Jen Fowler, was there. Yeah. And she called me over. And she started talking. She went to go record her show. So I was like, okay, she's busy now, so I'm going to leave. During that recording, she called me up to come be on the show with her, and I wasn't there. <gasps> so I actually could have recorded while I was there, you but I was I was at work. I was working by You're booth. Working. But now I'm going to be there. Need I've tricked Father Anthony into coming need, from across yeah. the country. So we're going to have a grand old time That's at, super at cool. SLS. All I'm right, that is really that. good news. I'm excited for you. Okay, so speaking of uh, Jen Fulweiler, yeah. and speaking of... We were talking about my birthday earlier. Okay. And Kanye gave me the birthday mm. gift of dropping this album on and Friday. To For all of us. That yes. That is, yeah. Uh, it's my gift to all of you. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> Not your life, but the Kanye album. But you, 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 That's said, about you said you already beat me to this, but I thought this was going to be Breaking so fresh. News. And you're like, no, I already talked about this with Jen yesterday. On SiriusXM. This is what I talked about live yesterday. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm better than you. <laughs> oh, Taylor. <laughs> But I'm ready to talk about, listen, I'm here for this album. It is sensational. Okay, so unlike Oscar, who we just talked to, who is actually a rap aficionado, because even though he's, he's awesome. from Connecticut, <laughs> you are from the rich people things, and you're very white. Oh so what, what, how, what are your feelings as a, as a suburban white woman on this Kanye album? <laughs> I, I, oh my gosh, I am so obsessed with this album. I can't stop listening to Use This Gospel, which is the track that he collaborates with Kenny G, which I just love. It's like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Like that whole, like how did that situation happen? I don't know. How did Kenny G and Kanye happen? Yesterday on the radio, I said, were they making a casserole together in their kitchen? And they were like, hey, I got an idea. Like, do they hang out? I just want to know how it happened. I don't really care. I love that track. It's my favorite. But the whole album is just sensational. I am just, I can't. I mean, really, I am like so fired up about this whole album. If you haven't heard it, ta you need to listen to the entire thing. It's awesome. You just gave my favorite answer that's ever been given on this show. I just ever. love it. Because I like even how I how I set up the question. What? Like, how I didn't do you answer it. how do you as a white suburban woman like this album? Uh, did and I you're answer like, it so white? I love Kenny G. Like Oh my gosh. I did. Oh, you're the worst. 
I do. Okay. First of all, I do not love Kenny G. I'm just saying that is the song that I love so much. But I love the fact that Kenny G's on it because it's so random. Not because it's Kenny G. First of all, Kenny G is having his. He's living his best life. He's so happy someone remembers him that isn't in a Hilton elevator somewhere in the middle of Minneapolis. He's just thrilled somebody remembered his name. Kenny G is having the best weekend ever right now. Because who the who remembers Kenny G? No one. Every time I hear a saxophone, I think of Kenny G. You do not. I'm dead serious. What kind of saxophone is that? It's the long one. What is it called? An alto sax? You don't... Okay. You took music class. What were you? You got a degree in what? Okay. Anyway, it's not a curvy sax like the President Clinton guy. It's not that kind of sax. He does a different kind. I hate silence. We talked about this in the break. Taylor, My I favorite hate thing about silence. Liv is that if she goes a direction in a conversation I don't want to go, what I've learned is I just stop talking and she finishes the conversation on her own. I don't have to be a part of it and then I can move on. It's it's my favorite thing about you. Like to be a, that's a compliment. It is never a compliment anything from your mouth. Go ahead. Okay. My favorite line. Oh, from, I'll from tell you mine, thing. but go ahead. I, I didn't ask. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. So my, my favorite line from this whole album, and like honestly, I think it might be, be one of the like most profound theological thoughts I've had in forever, or that I've heard in forever. It's not a thought I had. It's obviously a thought that Kanye had, which is interesting because like overall, he's new to this Christian thing. I'm very excited for him. I'm sure. very excited for the Christian community. I'm very excited that people are hearing Jesus' name and they're hearing the gospel proclaimed through this album. Uh, and like people are hearing it that would never listen to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm really These are not our people. I'm really excited about yeah. that. Yeah. And in a cool way. Right. It's cool. It is cool. It really is. So uh, that I think that's what I meant by us, <laughs> the, the opposite of us. <laughs> okay. Wow. You turned 30. And, uh, I'm, okay. we I'm wearing old men's shoes right now. You can't see them, but I wanted you to know that. <laughs> and that's the second week in a row I told everyone what I was wearing. <laughs> Last week I told everyone what I was wearing, and I kept getting messages of people You're telling like me what they were wearing. You're like one of those it was awesome. mom bloggers, that's, what I'm wearing. Yeah. I never understand a word you say. Okay. <laughs> So, um, All right, go ahead. What's your favorite line? It, it was super deep because, like, it's interesting because, like, the whole album, like, it's not like the deepest thing. It's yeah. beautiful, but it's it not is. like super deep theologically. But then there's this line: "What if Eve made apple juice? You're gonna do what Adam do, or say, baby, let's put this back on the tree because we have everything we need." Okay. Yeah. Here's this idea. Yeah. Right. It's wild. There's so much packed into these four lines. So, what if Eve made apple juice? Is just Awesome. Number one, apple juice is my favorite beverage in the entire world. Is it really? And I had to give it up like two years ago because- <gasps> You told me that. That's yeah. Right. I, like it's the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I love that. That's hilarious. Uh, because of the old acid reflux. And they're like, you're just pumping your body with acid every yeah. morning. I'm like, but it tastes good. <laughs> and so then I stopped and my life yeah. got better. And also worse all at the same time. My health got better, but I became a worse person. Just take Tums or- I you take know. all kinds of medicine and <laughs> okay. nothing works other than not drinking the one thing that Aww, brings me joy in this that world. That makes me sad. Go ahead. So just the thought of Eve making apple juice mm -hmm. is is hilarious to me. It is really um, creative. But she comes up to Adam, presents this apple juice, and we all know, and I'm not, like, I am kind of making a joke, but not really. There's this idea that Eve is not making this decision easy for Adam. Right. Because she's not wearing clothes at the time. And well, it's he this, didn't know that yet. Uh, he did. <laughs> no, I don't think so, right? They because weren't ashamed by it, but he absolutely knew she was naked. You you think so? Oh, for sure. I don't 
don't think, but remember because God says, who told you you were naked? Remember? Like the shame came after. So how would they know that the, they were naked? The until shame they came took, after. But like, what I'm knew. saying is. You think he was aware? He would have said, he said, he would have said yes. Concept. He would have said yes to anything, to anything she asked she said? at that moment. I would imagine so. Well, um, you need to go to men, more. Like you need to go more, to more men's talks and quit going all those women's conferences <laughs> that we need to have. But go ahead. No, right. I'm right. You're wrong. End of discussion. Okay. okay. So she presents him with the apple apple juice. Uh-huh. Obviously, in the in the gospel, she presents him with the fruit. It doesn't say apple, but we all right. We all go with it. Okay. And he obviously takes it in the Old Testament. Well, essentially, what Kanye is saying here is like, are you going to do that same thing? Because we all do that all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is the one thing you're not supposed to do. But it's presented in such a way, yeah. oh, this, this tastes good. It's presented by a person that it might be hard to say no to. Yes. Give, me yeah. the, give me the fruit. Give it to me. Mm. Right? The other option, as he says, is, baby, let's put this back on the tree. So first of all, like this is the whole thing around Adam and Eve. It's like Adam should have been the, the leader and should have said, like, no to the temptation. And, like, the husband is supposed to be the protector, the leader of the family, all, like, all of these things, right? And he, he's not protecting his bride at this point he's falling and then they fall together they both get kicked out right but this also brings up the theological question like would god just have kicked eve out if he said no it's like you know what i mean like well you have to leave and he's like well wait well i want to go with her (laughs) (laughs) can i can i come vacation here though like when she drives me crazy because we're out in the desert right like can i come back and and god just like oh whatever (laughs) i don't even care (laughs) yeah that sounds like god oh whatever yeah i didn't think of this Right. I haven't thought this through. Uh, but thankfully, they both sinned. What? Is this That's why a weird you're not a theologian? Thing. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Okay. But the idea. And the, yeah. The, like, it's an interesting idea. Is let's put this back on the tree because we have everything we need. I love that. Which yeah. it was true for them. So true. It was true for them. They were living perfectly in, yep. in Eden. They had literally had all, all everything they needed. They just couldn't do this one thing, which was sin. And, right? And not worth it. Absolutely not worth it. (laughs) Completely not worth it. I mean, as much as I love apple juice. Not worth it. Totally not worth it. Yeah. Okay. But this idea that like the reason he was able to stand up to temptation and the reason he didn't sin was because he realized that he had everything we need Mm. or that he had everything he needed. Right. And like that just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like any time that I choose to sin, Mm. it's because I'm trying to fill something that I feel is lacking in me. But that's a lie because yeah. I have everything I need. Everything you need. Wow. When it comes wow. to physically, mentally, like financially, like yeah. we have everything we need. Maybe not everything we want. So like stresses, right. stresses come in. Whenever stress comes in, like it's really hard to not fall to temptation whenever you're stressed. Yeah. You're going to be a worse person to people. You're going to fall into your ha- your bad habits, like whatever that is for, for you, for me, for anybody listening. But it's like if we just realize we had everything we need, because ultimately all we need is God. Mm-hmm. But then also it's like. Like we were talking about in the first segment, if we look back on our life, like most things are good. Right. Like, yes, we all have we all like struggle with loss. We all struggle with hardships. We all struggle with with temptations. But ultimately, if we're living our lives for God, like the whole Job story, mm. things could be going crazy, but ultimately we have everything we need. Right? Right. And that has just it's rocked me. It's rocked me. Good. Thank you. When I heard that line. I mean, you kind of changed my perspective on it, and I I loved it. I loved the whole – I couldn't get over the apple juice thing. I thought that was just so creative. There were a lot of things that he did that was really creative. But the way that you're saying it now, I'm going to have to reflect on that, about what we need and how we try to fill it with other things and how it's not worth it. Again, there's your women's conference. I'm going to have to reflect on that. (laughs) 
<laughs> while uh, I do my yoga. Why, yes, Taylor. I would love to share what my favorite line is. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I'm loving the use use this gospel. I love that song. Have you listened to that one? I've listened to the whole album twice because okay. it's a whole 27 minutes long. So it is really short. <laughs> I was really sad. I have to be honest. But the line, use this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. I can't stop singing that. Like, I can't stop singing that. I, It is in my car all the time now. It is in my head constantly. But I love that. Like, it, it, it is a hard road to heaven. Like, and the whole concept of like, yeah, you should use the gospel for protection. Again, he's not saying anything that is just, you know, like you needed to go to Steubenville or some, you know, university and get a master's in theology. Da, 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 da. Like he's definitely saying stuff that is like so basic, but it is so profound. And for whatever reason and the way that he is presenting it, I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just breaking open things for Christians everywhere and people who aren't Christian. I, I really do. I feel like there is like an earthquake happening within the whole community and we need it. God, we need it. I'm so here for it. I just want to write him a thank you note. And I also want to know what <laughs> you, Kim K thinks. You should. I want to know what I want to know what Chris Jenner thinks of this whole thing. I'm I would love to know. Well, I mean, Kim Kim and the baby got baptized a couple weeks ago. I saw like that. there's there's great things going it on. Is so great. Kanye this is our thank you. Thank you, uh, Kanye. We, we never thought we'd be sitting here on Catholic Radio I saying, love it. thank you, Kanye. You're welcome on the show, but Kanye. here we are. So uh, that is Evangelization. If you haven't heard the album yet, go listen to it. Shoot me a message. If you want a sticker, say it. Liv, I'm just going to come out and say it. ForteCatholic.com slash Patreon. I wanted to get that in there before you ruined the rest of the commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Do I make them not be Patreons after they listen? (laughs) I think you make... No, what happens is this is in the regular show. Yeah. And you make people tune out of the show. But it's okay because because this commercial is at the end of the episode. So if you're still listening to this... They really care. You really love us, which means you should support us on Patreon. ForteCatholic.com slash Patreon. You give us some money, you get all kinds of good stuff. Like extra content with me and Liv. So we're going to stop talking now because (laughs) after this moment, everything else you need to pay for.